Welcome to the Balls Podcast. Hello and welcome everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Balls Podcast. Today we are joining with our lovely friends and obviously there's someone special today. Um we have uh, Pranay with us. Welcome Pranay. Pranay is kind of the he owns the account. He owns a really funny account on Instagram. I I I know I think every football fan should go and have a look at it. Tackle from behind. It's a lovely account. Always cracks up cracks us up. It's just wonderful Pranay. I mean how did you get you know like where did you get the motivation to start that account from? Uh yeah, Adil, thanks for the words, man. Uh, and I, uh, I'm just glad that everyone enjoys uh the bits and pieces that I put out, uh you know every day. Uh, the idea was basically uh I was just bored. Uh, me and my so this is not just me who in, owns the account completely. Like me and my brother both started this way back during the first wave of COVID, and uh it was just like it was just completely random. Like we didn't thought of doing anything, you know, like the only thing that mattered to us. And since I watch, we both watch a lot of football, play a lot of FIFA. So we just wanted to, you know, just make random memes that we used to post on our football group. And then we started posting on Instagram handle. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much the story. So like, I mean, I mean, obviously just as you, we kind of started this podcast, you know, to have fun to talk about things, to talk about, you know, football in general, like we always do on groups and chats and bits and pieces. So we was, we were like, you know, why not let the world know or let people know what we really feel about things. And I mean, you kind of have a lot of followers. Like when did you kind of, you know, started gaining them? Like how did it turn out for you? Uh, so I don't know when I started gaining them, but you know, eventually you know when you know you've. I mean, see, the numbers doesn't really matter uh, to me, and I I'm just gonna be very brutal honest about it because it really don't do it. Like even if you have, like the only motivation of I had was first hundred followers. You know, like just imagine, like if I I don't know, like how like if you can just all imagine just hundred people in a room, just imagine that space. Like if there are hundred people you know in a room that that means a lot to you so i think the first 100 followers were the biggest boost to me and uh, the gain i i won't say it was any gain but you know one of when your friends started send, sending you your own stuff you know like the content that i used to post and my brother used to post and you know few of my friends started sending me back so that that was it bro like that that time i just knew that you know this is something special that i'm building that's it that's just brilliant man like i mean we all really appreciate what you have done we love your page we have been through it we use your memes we use your materials to you know forward it to each other you always always have a crack over it so well done well done with that i mean uh you know that's like kind of before moving on i mean we all would want to know which club do you support for now <laughs> south hall bro south hall united <laughs> <laughs> That's that's Great. my stand. But personally, I support uh, Man City. I know a lot. I'll get a lot of shit for that. But okay. I I just follow. I just love football in whole, man. Like I, it's not like I'm, you know, very biased about just one club. Like I enjoy. There, are, I know a lot of people who don't, you know, enjoy stuff on their own club. But I'm not like that person. I enjoy. You know, I I like my friends send me oil oil memes. So I'm I'm just. <laughs> used to it so yeah oh, i mean you are used to the banter <laughs> brilliant i mean like today since since we have a very special person amongst us we decided you know to kind of move out of track to kind of you know have a different topic altogether it's a very special topic which is kind of uh like very big in overview but then we'll try to sum it up for the fans so today we are just going to be talking about, you know, kind of talking about and rating all the top managers that, you know, we are used to seeing. We like, you know, we kind of love, we are, you know, we know how they work, the tactics, 
we are just going to be discussing everything on the show today so like you know let's start with i mean we all are we all know who the top managers are every club you suppose i mean you know if you look at city we have pep you look at real madrid we have ancelotti and all these managers have accomplished a lot in the past like just brilliant watching watching you know them coach teams bring out new tactics day in day out do something which is so clinical win games which they are not really you know favored to win so i just wanted to you know just like let's start with let's start with uh, jose like you know he had he had a brilliant career he had a brilliant career he still is going at the age of 60 i guess so you know like since prana you you are the guest today let's start with you what how do you sum up jose's career till now i mean uh, i have huge respect for uh, jose man uh, you know a uh, lot of people still i know a lot of united fans who still don't get over the fact that jose didn't do wonders for him but uh, jose like you know winning like winning champions league with porto and inter is something you know that's an that's a feat that i don't think so in today's modern football would anyone achieve uh, i don't see any club going past even you know in the in this era that we live in i don't think so that uh, what jose did was back in 2004 or you know with porto with 9 or 10 with inter you know anyone could do that so for me he has the utmost respect man like uh, even though like he's the biggest you know rival that you can call to pep uh, on a personal level but i still like have a huge respect for him man like you know i just just have huge respect for him i mean i completely completely agree with you like you know if i go if i go on to as you mentioned you know some united fans are not really fond of him very much if we move on to if we move on to a united fan we have some united fans here we have pinak and prangov deeply support the club i mean i just wanted to ask pinak you know what how do you rate you know his career at united most of the fans kind of don't really you know rate him that much they say that you know he was not really the perfect fit but then i think he kind of kind of gave results which you know which is what matters i mean uh, to be very honest um you're not wrong like he did deliver like first season he won three trophies and second season like it wasn't bad he made us like reach the fa cup finals and then we finished second in that season the only problem like with jose as you also pointed out like when he did not fit it was his attitude to be honest uh for me i personally lost respect for him after the defeat to sevilla in champions league round of 16 when he said that this club is used to losing and i was like no this guy is putting himself over the club and that's when i was like no i don't want him anymore even though like you know i i like as like a neutral fan like i have huge respect for him like as pranay also pointed out like doing it with inter porto that's not an easy feat bro you have to you have to give credit where it's due and like i admire him for that but again personally since i'm a bit biased like to united i although he did really well like i feel like it was a good decision for us to part ways with him well i mean uh, yes some words do hurt but then i think up out of all these years that united have been doing trophyless and since he was the last man to deliver something i think he deserves a bit of respect from united fans you know but then as it is it's based on opinions completely i just wanted to ask you know since prangav is also here i'll just ask him do you support what pinak says uh, <clears throat> i don't agree with any of what pinak said because i mean yeah he has done a lot in the past but we can see the decline now from united to spurs from spurs to now i think it's roma so we can see that decline here he, he has achieved a lot in the past but you know he is not the same manager anymore he is not successful anymore and uh, we have seen people like pep who you know used to compete with jose uh, in those el clasicos we know how brilliant pep is now jose is not the same anymore he has achieved in the past but he is just not you know a good or a great manager so i mean you are basically you know you are just saying that uh, he has been you know not really living up to his mark 
that is what you mean great yeah that's what i'm saying he is not up to the mark anymore and uh, with roma we all know he can't achieve achieve a lot of trophies so yeah i don't see him now succeeding anymore you know competing for titles like ucl and all so overall i think he's i won't say he's finished but you know he's just another average manager okay i mean since you know since you are like uh, he won't you won't see him winning anything more i just want to go to dhruv dhruv quickly since you know you know you know his career you know how he is how he is as a coach do you think his tactics the way you know he arranges his players everything is kind of being read by every manager or do you think he needs the right team for him or do you think like you know he's if he gets the right team he's going to get his aura back what do you think dhruv i mean as pranak said that he achieved great success at united and personally always i've always been a jose fanboy so i i followed his career since a while now and as prangav said that uh, he's dropped from united to tottenham to roma but also look at the clubs where he's coached united have dropped below tottenham and roma now where are we we are competing with uh, tottenham and arsenal for top 6 meanwhile he's still uh, making players in roma and it's just that he doesn't have those players anymore that like he said last year players at 23 are no more men they are just brats lampard at 23 was a man but nowadays it's very hard to find somebody like that and it's right because he's one of those old school managers that always relies on his players that always backs his players but they need to deliver uh, in returns and uh, there aren't frankly speaking there aren't many players who are ready to give everything for him on the field but whenever he's had the squad that is ready to do it he's always gotten results even at united he had a backline of jones smalling and young and he still somehow managed to uh, get the uh, most clean sheets in a season and it's not a coincidence that the last trophy we won was with him at the club you can see how the club has fallen you've spent how much 500 million ever since he's left and we've still achieved nothing in his first season he's achieved way more with us than he could have than ole could have in those four seasons yes maybe ole rebuilt the squad but then again jose was the one who guided us to success and we aren't uh, able to get that abe abe gando if the same money was given to jose then he would have built a world class squad for you by now the money which you gave Ex- to ole exactly exactly people saying that ole rebuilt the squad but jose was the guy who got us success during that time ole didn't really get us much success so as a united fan i was really happy with what he did at the club and if you look at it now people criticize him back then but now he was spot on about everything pogba not being a team player rashford not being a striker luke shaw not using his head properly he was right about everything it's only now that people are realizing it fair points fair points reviving guys i just yeah. want to add one more thing this uh, i mean someone just mentioned that bose was not given the budgets uh, i just completely disagree man uh, like the amount of ridiculous signings and which still goes on with united today is just you know the money that is just gone to drain man like not that, not particularly to anthony marshall but the signings that even hoser did didn't make sense i think i think he was he got he got fred for 50 million man even in in no sense nobody would have paid fred 50 fucking million man you can get a train academy training cdm for a, for 5 or 10 million like the best player from an academy you can get it for free or maybe from the league for bro, 10 bro, million you, you got you, you yeah. you're talking about united and jose spending i mean your club literally buys players for for hundreds of millions and then benches them and then they flop and nobody even talks about it Which of which, which, which of the city players flop? Which of the city players flop? I want to know this. I want to know this. Dude, this guy, this Drew, this guy Drew is coming at city players when his team has players like Sancho, Pogba, Martial, Fred, Maguire, Varane. Who else, man? Who else? You want me to name? Okay, okay I mean. I'm, and I mean, Grealish, now, Grealish has played ten hey, games, and you're saying yeah, that he's a flop. By this logic, man, by this logic, I can name every player in Arsenal starting eleven since they have never accomplished okay, anything. I think, and I spent one fifty million. This still, still they won, still they won more trophies than you, Sam, in the last boys, five years. Yeah, so boys, yeah, that's down. why they haven't, they boys, haven't tasted boys, yeah, boys, boys, boys. football since I was six years. 
ஒரு all of these guys cost around it like our our maximum spending was grillish which was i knew it was shit from the very beginning but before that our our main spending was 60 million and we i think we spent on mares yeah that was mares that was it other than all of the players that we got in they were all between the range of around 30 to 60 million like that was Diaz that was bottom line yeah he was yeah. around 65 Diaz. yeah Diaz he was around was 65 but yeah mares i mean i'm just saying that Uh, yeah he was around 665 as well but i'm saying our top spending apart from glish has been around 50 to 60 million ballpark figure and that's pretty much it uh, so i mean i just so wanted I mean, to say that man like yeah, yeah i mean they both had budget you know don't tell me that the, the worst part is the worst part is these united fans have players like greenwood in their team who i don't want to mention what they do and they are coming at us fam just shut the fuck up and sit down okay, and okay. cry you know what you know what you know what let's not let's not get um since 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 pranay mentioned about you know budgets and since he mentioned about how spendings are and the sand that i kind of feel that you know it's not about it's not about how you i've always you know always believed in this it's not about how much you spend it's about how much you use those players pep yes spends but then he spends on the right players we are you know since pranesh spoke about you know grillish being 400 million and he is not the right one bernardo silva a couple of seasons right he was not really performing to what he is right now maybe you know maybe it's just a matter of us giving time but then obvi- obviously coming back to it if if you if you kind of i mean we all can agree i mean let's ask ayush do you think pep is kind of a better manager in terms of handling players in terms of knowing what he wants in terms of you know getting getting the resources and using them right because i don't think see i i am a barcelona fan i know what pep is he has never never really you know touched my gold mines in barcelona when he was there 2009 2012 but then yes he did manage whatever he had so like what do you think what do you think about pep in this category ayush you know i think pep is a great manager in terms of handling players and improving them but one thing i have seen with him over the season i don't know if you guys agree with it is that once he likes a player that player will play every game and once if the player stops performing for a game or so two three games then that that player literally gets benched for every other game that is there so i don't know that is something which destroys the players confidence i would give them more chance they don't even come on as a substitute at times so okay, i so, don't you know since you said yeah. this since you said this i i literally can tell you about something mm-hmm. pep uh, in when when he was he was at barcelona when henry was there messi was there there was this thing i saw where you know he planned he he made a statistic okay he made a tactical change he made everything and he henry everybody in his team knows what their job is right mm-hmm. henry started to kind of play a different game started to you know kind of go out of positions obviously he did score a goal in that game but then he was still subbed off why because he was not moving on the tactics or on the way pep has shown him pep is always has you know pep has always been a manager where you kind of always have to have to follow him if you don't you have to sit down i mean uh, since rahul is also here I'll, i'll you know i'll let rahul carry on with this point do you agree rahul yeah i feel like pep he he demands something from his players and if the players don't deliver then they're out basically so i think one example is sterling when sterling came from liverpool he was pep's favorite like he he was like the city's best player in the documentary all in uh, all or nothing you can see how massive sterling was in the dressing room but now last season i've seen that he wasn't a regular player and uh, to be fair like he didn't perform as per pep's expectation so i can see why he was benched but this season again i've seen i see him he he had a good euros and now he's performing well so he's getting more game time so if you just do what pep demands you'll get to play then basically that 
भाई वो सब ठीक है वो सब ये जो मेरी एफपीएल की देता है हर हफ्ते उसका क्या and uh, obviously you know as a team you will spend a lot of money to buy players so and he gets the blame that okay you know that pep will spend a lot of money only then he can win trophies without money he can't win trophies you know he can't achieve much but that's not the case he will improve players i know he spends 50 million on players like um Kyle Walker uh, i think even brahim uh, diaz or someone brahim diaz okay Ruben the, the defender yeah those defenders so he does improve a lot of players so you can't just blame him that you know maybe he's um that you know if he doesn't spend he won't win he will still win he just needs the right players who can listen to him and who can perform up to his expectations okay so i mean Agreed. you know since 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 i since i'm a barcelona fan i can talk about pep day in day out we have we have a city fan here we have uh, rene you know who has been who have been following pep who has been watching his games his tactics obviously he knows about him about maybe a thing or two it's been 5 6 years now that's you know i just want to i just want to hear from pranay what do you think about you know whatever we said right now do you kind of agree do you kind of disagree you know what is it yeah i mean i agree with ansh man uh, so uh, in terms of let's say players yeah first uh, if he doesn't like it you're probably out uh, you know i w- i was about to say the bravo example you know i never wanted him at the first place because i'm a massive was a massive johart fan and you know he got him out by anyways but it's okay like club is above everything that's fine you got to support the gaffer at all cost so yeah and the same thing happened with uh, you know sterling last season uh, when you know and even in the initial uh uh you know first half of the season when he was not getting a lot of playing time uh under pep and because let's be honest uh you know sterling's prime was between 17 to uh, 2017 or 16 to 19 and post that he's you know just if he didn't had aguero then he would have left probably you know uh, to you know get all the blame for missing all the one inch tap ins you know like the open goals and all of that what he does but that's fine when you're you when you're with pep you can get your ass saved on the day and uh, uh the same thing that i want to mention about uh, you know apart from the bravo example was you know john stones you know uh, i don't know what john stone we i think we bought him in like 17 18 and i don't know what we have was we were doing with him till the, till the last 3 years he, i don't know where he was in the city but you know uh, it took you know in the last season he performed very well and he played you know he was a regular starter at the euros he played the euros and he starts uh, right now as well but i mean he's bench right now but i mean we have a world class bench as well you know he, like players are ready to replace him and we're not going to see any difference on the pitch and that's not the case with rest of the 19 teams that i see so that's where that's where the whole difference comes in you know like liverpool with liverpool when i goes off one injury and their entire defense is shattered you know uh, same with chelsea same with man united i mean you don't you're not going to miss harry maguire for sure but uh, there are other players who are very uh, you know which teams duly missed but in peps uh, peps uh, you know structure i uh, you never miss that same for the example of kdb man kdb right now in the team is our star player but you know he was out for in- injury of uh, you know last 3 3 month or 2 month injury he had but in on the pitch there was not really much difference so that's i mean that's the reason why you know uh, i get a lot of shit on that but it's fine man it's all fine like till the time you're winning games nobody's going to question you ever till the time you start losing games that's and the whole you know the the whole cards go fall off true true i mean i mean absolutely right 
we can we can obviously go on and on about how Pep is a perfectionist. He needs what he wants and this and that. But then since you brought up, you know, Liverpool and how they are, how Klopp is dependent upon, you know, some players here and there. I just want to go to Rahul, you know, since since uh, Pranay brought up the point, you know, how Van Dijk is a key, key part in that Liverpool team. Do you think Klopp is more of a manager who is dependent upon these sole players? Or do you think he's kind of a manager who can make the most out of the things he has? I think he can. He he has a good. He's de- he's developed the whole entire team of Liverpool. But when Mane came, he came from Southampton. Okay, he was a good prospect, but he wasn't this huge. Even Salah, he was a Chelsea flop. Then he went to Roma and he came. No one expected this much. Van Dijk also like he was he came from Southampton. So he's developed these small to like. Good players with potential to world class players. So right now, I think uh, he struggles sometimes without Van Dijk. If you give him the budget and he gets players like Konate, and then now they've just signed another winger Diaz. So I think it's not about the team for him, but if you give him the budget, he can do it with any team. And he's good at developing players, and his man management is excellent. I mean, it's developing that Liverpool squad, uh, he promised the team four years and few titles and he did deliver. So I mean if I like I just wanted to ask Pinak, you know, since Rahul said that you know he is for you know he's good for with developing players, he gets players. If you give him the budget, he will get what he wants and then he will, you know, put them in right positions. Do you think this kind of strategy is, you know, is the perfect one or do you think, you know, a manager should kind of uh, manage with whatever he has on the field right now rather than you know just getting just you know just trying to buy in and get in players i'm like although like liverpool are our fiercest rivals like i still have like massive respect to jurgen klopp man you should look at the team he inherited like that liverpool i remember i was back in i don't know grade 11 i don't know when when it was grade 11 or 12 and i remember like liverpool playing europa back then and that's when he took over and now like when you skip forward to first two years he got to like the champions league final where like you know they played and they lost to madrid like the great carriers like error then the next season they won the champions league premier then the premier league i feel like I, it's like I'm a personal admirer of such an approach. Like, yes, like modern football does involve that you have to spend. But like, you know, Klopp is one of the underrated ones out there, I feel. Like he hasn't really, you know, got like, you know, had a lot of budget. And like he did what he had to, like, you know, what he had with. So personally, he's he's like at like one of like the top, like, you know, Premier League managers, at least in my list. Yeah. I mean, since Prangov is also a big admirer of this Liverpool team, what Klopp does and this and that, do you kind of, you know, what 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 do you feel is special about that manager, Prangov? Yeah, I'm a part-time Liverpool fan because of the football that they play. You know, especially, uh, like, look at the squad. You know, Pep has Jesus on bench sometimes. At the same time, Klopp will have Minamino on bench. And they're still, you know, competing... On top levels, he won the UCL, he won the Premier League. The year they won the Premier League, before that, they became, they, they came second and they were one point behind Man City. So he has done a brilliant job. And if you give him one billion, one billion pounds, he can, you know, win the league every season. He can actually compete with, you know, the likes of Sir Alex in terms of trophies achieved throughout their careers. He is actually good. Klopp is really good. Even with a low budget, he can still, you know, get the best out of players. And he can actually win trophies. He has done that. And he might as well win another trophy this season. You never know. So, he's actually doing a great work. And I personally wish we get someone like Klopp at Man United. Just to okay. add to that, like, it's not only the players, like, the top players we have heard of. Like, even, like, if you would have watched, like, the recent Liverpool games, like, maybe in, like, Cup games, FA Cup. Like, you can see the youngsters, like, how they are. They can actually play well. Like, they know what they are doing, you know. So, that's definitely, like, you know, like, up to the manager, right? Like, how to, like, you know, develop individuals and all. And honestly, even, like, apart from, like, the star players, like, he has in that team, he has done a brilliant job in, like, you know, 
developing those youngsters too. Because when you look at the those youngsters, you actually can't believe that they are 18 or 19 because they play so good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He is actually developing players, but at the same time, which manager would not want to buy an established star? You know, if Pep can buy KDB, Grealish, and so many other players, why, you know, even if Klopp starts doing that, if he gets the money to do that, then, you know, he can achieve even more with the squad that he has. You know, and uh, I'd like... I I like Klopp. He's a brilliant manager. But as a, if I look at it as a Liverpool fan, I hate Liverpool, by the way. But if I look at it as a Liverpool fan, then this is supposed to be their time. And they haven't done much with Klopp. So the board needs to spend the money. They have to win more trophies. This is supposed to be their golden generation. So they have won the Premier League. They've won the Champions League. And it's not enough for a golden generation. So I feel they need to spend more and they need to win a few more trophies. That's a that's a very good point that you have brought up, Rahul. You know, we talk about you know how Belgium are in their golden phase where they have all the stars. Yes, still yet you know, they're not they're not do you know they're not really doing much with it. This Liverpool team, as you said, is still going through their golden phase. They might you know even get better. But what do you think? What do you think, Ayush? How many more years does, can they give Klopp? With this Liverpool team, if if he's not delivering, Rock, I think Liverpool don't have the they don't have the right to fire Klopp or uh, sack Klopp. It's Klopp who would be leaving Liverpool, and more than Klopp, they have bigger things on their hand. Mohamed Salah is the player they should be tying down first. Even if you have Klopp, you cannot get a player like Mohamed Salah. He's one of the best right now, and. Talking about Klopp as a manager, yeah, he might be great and all that, but I don't rate him that much because he cries a lot. Uh, grass was long, stadium was short. Uh, I don't agree with all that, so I don't rate him for that. I don't like managers who cry. You you have seen Pep. He just agrees the other team was better. They did well and they deserve to win. That's it. That's how a manager should be. I don't rate managers who cry. Okay, just lastly, moving before you know, let's before moving on. I just want to ask Rene, Pep or Klopp? Just one difference. Why either one of them is the right one for you? <laughs> That's it, bro. Like obviously, Pep, man. Like, but I mean, I admire Klopp as well, man. Uh, you know what he's done uh, with Liverpool, and he's won the Champions League. So. <laughs> You know, I, I really shouldn't be saying much. But yeah, you know, I'm behind uh, Pep a lot. But I mean, utmost respect to Klopp as well, man. Uh, you know, and I think it can be seen on the pitch as well when they both play, uh, you know, against each other. I think uh, I've, in any of the Liverpool, you know, I, uh, you know, Liverpool City game that you see both managers have the utmost respect for each other. But I think if you personally ask me, of, of course, I'm going to, you know, back yeah, yeah true, and true, I hopefully, true. hopefully win uh, Champions League this year. You know, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, moving on. Let's see. We have spoken about Pep, Klopp, Jose. Just you know, these are obviously the biggest, biggest names in the past history of this game. But then you know, it's not like. These managers, or these are the only managers who have, you know, done something great, who have, you know, built an empire, built a team not worth, you know, really. I, I mean, it's like if you look at, if you look at, if you look at Zidane, right? He had, he had uh, kind of come to Madrid, revolution, revolutionized the entire, entire team. That team that you know everyone everyone knew were going to deliver, like they were bound to deliver. A team that you know could really compete with Pep's Barcelona, and he had done a fantastic job. I mean, looking at league performances, obviously, it, it's kind of here and there, but we cannot we cannot simply ignore we cannot simply ignore the three peat that you know Madrid had got into themselves. Again, uh, let's start with. Uh, Let's start with Dhruv. How do you rate Zidane's Madrid? 
I think Zidane's Madrid was one of the best teams that has ever played football. The only team probably that can go head to head with Pep's Barca. Um, but I also feel that sometimes Madrid fans overrate Zidane a bit. I mean, uh, yes, he's won a lot in his career, but he's not been around for that long. And to be yeah, honest, he's been just a just a manager. Real Fraglin ke wo aisi baatein kar rahe. Ha, I don't think Arsenal fans should be talking. A club, a club who has more wins than than goals in 2022. Bro, we also have more wins than you have. So shut the fuck up. Let me not get there. Let your me not get there. Even tested a bro, game of Champions League bro, football in his life. What are you barking your, about? Your 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 player has hit more goals than we have red cards. Samja. And he's still a better player than your striker. So just shut up. In 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 prison FC for sure. Yeah, he's better than everyone at starting eleven of Arsenal FC also. That's why he's in prison, fam. He's going to prison and somehow still has more goals than all of your Champions League players. Uh, no, combined. no wonder he's in prison, Gando. Yeah, so as I was saying that Zidane is sometimes overrated uh, by Madrid managers. He's obviously one of the best managers in the world that has obviously managed Madrid. But then again, he also inherited an incredible squad. And sometimes people tend to uh, exaggerate what he did. Yes, it was an incredible feat. The three-peat was amazing. Uh, but then again, uh, it it was overrated sometimes because he also had noodle hair Ronaldo. I mean, prime Ronaldo was just something else if you remember. and he had uh, ronaldo to win those games where uh, his team was failing him i mean since you bring up the point where you know these uh, these uh, managers or this manager in particular was kind of backed backed up by that exceptional team i mean you know if i if i just ask uh, pranay do you kind of agree with it oh sorry agree with agree with you know zidane kind of you know having the backup of that exceptional squad that he had at madrid like it was not all his work but it was the team that was bringing him glory dude i mean winning the champions league like the three peat is incredible man like you know even if you there are a lot of uh, you know managers who have inherited a good squad but you know winning three back to back champions league is something you know uh, it's commendable man and i think uh, let's not take away the feat that he has done uh you know i completely uh, since i as a city fan hasn't won a champions league i would rate anyone who says that who's won a champions league is a good manager it could be even uh, you know uh, any manager that you say so i i i just want to add that point that anyone who's won a champions league deserves a respect in my eyes until uh, you know pep guardiola wins one so yeah Okay, so, I mean, wait. I'm I'm confused uh, about one thing, right? So you said any uh, manager that wins Champions League deserves respect. So what's happening with Guardiola? He failed at Bayern in UCL. No, he like, won. Pre-seasons. He didn't win it with City. Yeah, he didn't win with City. Yeah. Since, so you know, what? So yeah. like, are you trying to say he's not on the same level as other managers then? Like, but but he does. He still has a Champions League. No, Pep has a Champions. Yeah, no, I do. Like. I know. I know. But like mm. you know, it's about like that. Barcelona was obviously something like completely else. Like, like that is can be like really. I believe like you know compared to something else. But I'm talking about like his after the career. Like he inherited the Bayern team, like the Champions League winning Bayern team, where like you know they had Ribery, Robin, everyone in his three seasons at Bayern, he couldn't. he not got like i think he lost to madrid he lost to atletico and then with city like he came closest but chelsea beat him so now i'm just trying to like you know understand or like you know um dude, like the, dude, the robin robin ribery thing that you're saying they were already uh, you know uh, their their prime was finished bro almost he was building a new squad at bayern uh, with all means so i i mean he inherited the squad i completely agree but you know it it wasn't the same case you inherit a squad it doesn't mean that it's is the same squad that was you know 3 to 4 years ago because you know a like if like aging happens dude like it's it just happens so i'm not i'm not trying to degrade anyone here i just i just want to what what i mean to say is that uh, even with the question that initial was or was it as a done thing right so anyone winning three champions league is of course the biggest feat of uh, you know that in my personal opinion is a biggest feat so let's not take away the fact that 
you know what zidane did was something exceptional there and same with guardiola man like uh, he he inherited the bayern squad but i just wanted to say that uh, the squad that he inherited at that time was not the same squad which it was 3 or 4 years back where i think robin was 30 plus man he wasn't i mean he was fast of course but you know every player hits his prime uh, you know uh, every team has its prime the the 19 liverpool team uh, that won uh, you know 1920 is not the same in the 2021 so i'm just gonna just put it out there okay i mean since since we are talking about you know that madrid winning the treble of of champions league and this and that i just wanted to you know let's not as i said again let's not sideline the fact that his league success was not as great as his champions league success i just want to go to rahul do you think it's because of anything related to him or do you think that barcelona squad that was you know that 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 were winning the league uh, till 2019 18 19 i think that was the last win do you think it was just that barcelona were much more dominant in that spanish league or was it anything related to zidane was it was he more focused on the champions league yeah i think zidane i think he wanted to win the league obviously why wouldn't he want to win the league but if you see in the champions league also without ronaldo i don't think he would have won it even once like you can see every season in some in some round he's scoring a hat trick and saving them so i think in the league ronaldo didn't do that i think in champions league ronaldo is like different so in the league i think barcelona they were more composed and like they were more consistent than real madrid which is not the case now obviously so i think barcelona they were more consistent which got them in the league but they bottled the champions league a few times and then Madrid and they just produced performances after performances in the Champions League with Ronaldo just being at his best there in his prime. So I think that was the difference. The same squad couldn't produce it in the league. So Pranav, do you kind of agree that Zidane was is was not or could not have been the man he is without Ronaldo? Um, I mean, yeah, it's kind of true, but again. it's not easy to win you know three consecutive champions league but uh, obviously he had ronaldo benzema even bale was doing so well in that season so he had those players and as a manager you have to get the best out of your players so he had ronaldo he got the best out of ronaldo so i don't see a problem with that ronaldo did help a lot and you know what zidane did with the squad that was commendable and i don't see any other manager you know in the next 4 or 5 years winning the champions league 3 times in a row that doesn't happen every year or you know in every 5 years so what zidane did was actually good and uh, but again i don't see that you know repeat the repeat of that three consecutive champions leagues from zidane itself you know i don't think he can do that again with ronaldo or with anyone else i mean as you brought out the point where you know how ronaldo kind of you know performed under him and how he kind of you know worked with his players i just wanted to say that maybe you know if you if you just talk about messi and ronaldo it's kind of very different for them because during their prime during the last decade and plus 5 it was just like they were performing under anyone that you know managed them under any manager so i think removing removing the fact that yeah fine you know obviously zidane helped ronaldo get get you know get his groove motivate him this and that and ronaldo obviously vibed with him I think even if even if it, it was not the case, even if Zidane was not the manager, I think since Ronaldo, that noodle here, Ronaldo, he would have he would have performed under under any manager. I think that is what I personally feel. I just wanted to ask Ayush if that's right. Do you do you kind of agree to it? Every manager needs like players, good players who will make them successful. So, but the manager should be given the credit for what he has done, and I don't think. it's a piece of cake to win three champions like the league like this so yeah obviously that's some achievement there okay you know just just one just one question again like regarding zidane i mean i'll ask pranay again who do you kind of who who's who's career would you kind of normally have or do you take or do you kind of pick enrique or would you pick zidane zidane bro zidane of course zidane but then what like how do you how do you kind of compare them 
what do you think of it? You know, what what's the difference between these managers? No, I mean, I mean, the success that Zidane had, you know, uh, during his, uh, you know, and let's not say that that was a. I mean, let's not take away the fact that he was managing it for the very first time. You know, uh, he didn't had any prior, like he had a bit of, you know, experience in management, but he was not, like he didn't had a, you know, a, a manager's a top level manager experience. And uh, not taking anything away from Enrique as well, but in my opinion, like you know, uh, you know, I, I I may sound like a Zidane fanboy, but I think I would rate Zidane much more higher because of the success that he's had. I mean, I'll go. I'll still go back again to this question to Ayush. I was I, like, Ayush, can you just tell me if if Enrique kind of still managed to hold MSN together and hold that front three? For a couple of seasons, yeah. Obviously, I think that team was unstoppable. He had to leave because of unfortunate reasons, and I think that was when it all started. All the players started to leave, and till the time they were all together, the team was unstoppable. You could see the treble-winning team and the way they were. I would compare them in a way with the Bayern team uh, two years ago. They were just like them, unstoppable, winning all the trophies which were there. So obviously, if they would have continued for a few more years together, then they could have achieved more. So, so Dhruv, can can you can you tell me like, do you think Zidane is a man with tactics more than what Enrique has in his pocket? Uh, no, I think that uh, Enrique and Zidane, the comparison is closer than you would think. Because if you give uh, Enrique another world-class team, I would definitely expect him to pull off what he did with Barcelona. But uh, with Zidane, I mean, I would be on the fence with it. Yes, of course, he's a great manager. But uh, he's more of the guy who who's better at man management than tactics. And Enrique, he's Barca blood. As we can see, Tiki Taka is in his blood. He plays that football with pain. He did it with Barcelona. And if you give him uh, players like there were... In the Barcelona squad in 2015, he'll 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 do the same thing again. He could actually win the treble again. Everybody would be confident that he can achieve it. Now with Spanish squad, the only reason people can say that they can win the World Cup next year is because they have Enrique and they have that Barca blood of Tiki Taka flowing through them. Completely agree. I I mean the revolutionary performances that the Spanish team with players like Pedri, Gavi, all under 18, 19. That just they're just doing an absolutely brilliant job. I mean, how do you rate how do you rate Enrique's pain, Rangov? Bro, I know only one Enrique, the singer that we have, Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, this Enrique I don't know. Plus, I don't watch Spanish football, so I don't have much idea about it. So, like, I mean, if okay, fine. I mean. You, you know, there's one there's one thing we are yet to see Zidane without a world-class team. I would like to see him how he does with a small team. I mean, the rumours are coming up. And I mean, I, I, I maybe they are not just rumours. But then, yeah, we will get to know about it. That Zidane might take up PSG. Hmm. PSG is a small team. They no, I mean, it's not a small team. But I just wanted to ask... I mentality ask, wise. I wouldn't yeah, like argue. Like I thought, I thought for a moment you were saying Manchester United, but nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, I just wanted, I just wanted, I just wanted to go to Pinar, right? PSG, Zidane. How do you think that will link up with the front three? I mean, obviously not the front three because Mbappe is obviously, obviously, for sure, ninety ninety percent moving to Madrid. But with still, still with Messi and Neymar under him, how do you think that will turn out to be? Um, I see like uh, Zidane as like a great man manager in my opinion. Like, like yes, like you know, back to his like times when he inherited the famous like trio, like you know Benzema, Bale, Ronaldo. Like, it was it was like you know I remember like that season, like when like you know we saw the likes of Isco, Asensio. Like, I one thing I really understood is like I'm not sure of like how he you know compares on the level of like tactics. But he's a great like man manager. I feel like he can help PSG to do better than what they are doing because I feel he just gives the right push to the players to like you know to excel. Basically, he encourages them to like be better, I guess, and that's the push I believe that helped him like you know win like three back to back UCLs because yes, the talent was there, 
all they needed was someone to like you know just you know someone to guide them and i feel he will do like good at psg like i'm not saying he might be the best but again because i mean like i'm not saying like he will be the best because like that team the that madrid team was completely like different again so but no i would still like back him for like the psg thing i feel he will do well yeah great i mean that will that is something that you know we kind of look forward to at least i look forward to see him back on the sidelines coaching players like messi and neymar that would be brilliant okay i mean since we have spoken about these managers and you know they have had history history of you know great trophies winning teams building players build bringing in talents and all of this i mean obviously we have we have bigger managers you know we kind of we all respect we love them we know what they are we know what they did if you talk about uh, sir alex ferguson and if you talk about arsene wenger you know these are the epitome of managerial careers in my opinion and, and i guess we all can agree with it but then you know the only the only competition but then you know it's right now right now it's like people are comparing them to you know managers that are you know present currently sir alex ferguson is kind of being compared to pep guardiola in terms of tactics in terms of you know how things are and how he has his achievements and everything obviously undeniably no one can you know beat his 13 premier league record and all the wins he has had over the time with all those years in his pocket but do you think it's i mean i'll ask prane again do you think it's kind of a fair comparison uh see i think in terms of uh, and i think it is kind of a different uh, you know kind of an unconventional answer that i'm going to give uh the difference between uh sir alex ferguson and guardiola in terms of man i think like you know it's it's it, it's undeniable like you know uh alex ferguson was a great great you know uh you know like a players manager you know and i would i would not rate him in comparison with pep because i don't see that much happening you know uh, with pep and the players i would uh, rate his style more to klopp you know maybe like klopp and saf would be a much better comparison in terms of when you say you know player management but when you i mean when you see in terms of the success that both have then it's a fair comparison because what do you expect uh, you know from both and i think guardiola after i think 2023 would be his last season i think he's not continuing with city post that so you know whatever the titles that we may bag in till then you know that will be uh, forever in the history books but i mean just in terms of putting out in the fair comparison i think uh, the difference from saf saf rates at the you know very top uh you know alongside with today's today's managers if you call it it would be very much close to klopp and not pep you know that that's my opinion on that yeah i mean if i i, I just want to continue with this with uh, prangav again since you know uh, pranay has made this point where you know saf can be you know can be close to klopp in man management and in everything do you think i mean it's a big question but do you think uh if saf continued to this day with this current manage uh, man united squad or maybe you know if he was there he would have had a completely different team do you think pep would be this you know this fiery in the premier league i mean it would it have does. been a brilliant fight in the premier league it would have been very exciting to watch but um well it's it can't happen now because pep is running away with the league but for me uh, saf is always the number one he'll always be the number one manager and no jokes here i'm not kidding saf number one ole or number two pep number three okay. okay i mean i'll ask i'll go i'll move on quickly move on yes, to dhruv uh, uh, do you agree i am a podcaster dhruv do you agree why would he agree bro, bro he hated him why why would somebody agree with ole being uh, at number 2 bro the only time he was number 2 was when he was battling city for the league he was, he's never going to, he's, he's bro bro he's, 
<laughs> the the only time he was number two was when he was Jose's assistant. Bro, I mean, I mean, no, no, no I mean, no bias from my side. Uh, but uh, Ole was a decent manager, but he's not even capable enough to be managing in the Premier League. How do you put him at number two? People who are who are assistant managers these days are are, are ma- better at managing teams. I mean, you look at Lampard and uh, Rooney; they they could be better managers than Ole. I don't think you can put Ole anywhere near that level. Bro, there's Ancelotti. There's there's Allegri. There's there's, I I can just no problem, mate. I can just keep on saying names, man. How can you just put Ole as number two, man? <laughs> How? In what sense? Oh, fuck, bro. Like I said, yeah. bottom <laughs> number two, bro. Last say number two. Oh, sorry, my mic wasn't working. I apologize. I meant, uh, you know, last say. Sorry, but then sorry. you play mm. you play uh, you play sir alex ferguson first bro so that means bro even at the bottom at the bottom last sir big sam would would have been there man like, i mean how could you just name ole out of there i would have backed big sam more than ole when you said that angal <laughs> man even if even if you tried that tried to make it as a joke it wasn't funny you know like putting ole there with all those names uh, he's better than ateta though don't you think bhai bhai still man arteta at least won a trophy at least arteta doesn't smile when we are losing a game wo bench coach sala 4-1 aa raha hai watford se aur wo has raha hai bro arteta doesn't even have the players and he's still providing arsenal with wins and draws only had the players oh, but he was oh, getting that oh dhruv bhai sa praising arsenal no bhai you know no, imagine no just just imagine bro you have uh, ronaldo you have uh, mason shagwood you have uh, marcus rashford you have bruno fernandes you have all those players and you are losing 4-1 to watford and you are still smiling but i mean that is that is a completely wrong opinion and I, we have we have a united fan again i mean pranav do you do you agree with pranav Bro, first of all, first of all, he's not a United fan. When United loses, he goes on and puts his Liverpool kit and starts supporting club. <laughs> I told you, I'm a Penag. Penag. Two years ago, two last year when uh, Manchester United finished second, Penag was like he's going to carry Sir Alex's legacy. And now look at a, the way they are rating him. Somehow we have a City fan amongst us, and there's still somebody who's less loyal than him. I mean, he goes on and puts a Liverpool kit after we lose the game. Bro, <laughs> oh, come shit. on, man! I've been supporting since nine, man. Come on, <laughs> don't don't roast me like that. <laughs> Do, don't we don't we all don't we all say that when asked how long has it been, bro? Two thousand eight, nine, bro. It's just been ten years straight. But yeah, I mean, that was some. That was some rating by Prangav, and since Prangav started to rate the managers, let's hear our top five from everyone. Let I'll start with I'll start with Rahul. All right. So, like top five, the first thing that comes to your mind is Sir Alex Ferguson. So, without any doubt, Saf is the first, and then I'm going to put Pep. Even though, actually, I'll put Pep third. Second, I'll put Dion Cruyff. But how he revolution, how he changed Barcelona totally. So yeah. I'd put him at second, and if Pep managed to win a Champions League, I would put him at second. But for now, he's at third. Okay. And then fourth, I have to put Wenger. My man, okay. he carried Arsenal for what twenty plus years, and then he finished with a twenty million profit. So that I think, if he was given the budget, he could have been competing with Sir Alex. And fifth, I'm going to put. It's a hard one here because there are many managers like Ancelotti, Mourinho, and then there are many more. But uh, Beckenbauer also. But for me, it's going to be Jose Mourinho for what he did with Porto and Inter. So that's my top oh. five: Kraif, okay. Wenger, okay. and Mourinho. You know, that that's a, that's a really nice uh, list with explanation. We kind of appreciate that. Let's let's hear it from Pinak. Um. Undeniably, again, there's no dispute that Ferguson will be on top because, like, the thing is, like, it's not only that I'm a United fan, and I wish actually I started watching football like 
like way before than I did because I would have loved to watch him. The thing is, this guy has adapted to so many different generations, you know, of football, and he just like does it. Like as um, I believe, like Pranay pointed out too, right? He's a great man manager. Like he knows what he's supposed to do. He he was like a good manager overall. So that's my reason of putting him first. Second, I will like um, it it I've conflicted. I would say like I'm I want to say Guardiola, but then again, I also want to say Mourinho. Because I obviously, if I'm gonna like give a ranking for all like the top five, I will have to consider like his entire career. Maybe he's not doing that well now, but what he did back then with those kind of teams is like you know it's it's amazing too. So like okay, second and third, like I don't really have a like a like a you know a. Okay, fair enough. We'll just we'll just you know club it yeah, up. Yeah, club it at second. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I would just like put like Mourinho, Guardiola and then like I would definitely include Wenger too in that list because like he carried like Arsenal for a like long, long time, I would say. He made them relevant, I would say. So definitely like, you know, number four and number five. I don't know. I think like according to the managers I know, I might put Ancelotti actually. I quite personally like him. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. What did, What about you, Ayush? So at top, of course, <clears throat> trophy-wise, achievements-wise, it's going to be SAF. Yeah. Uh, second, it's a tough one, but I think Pep will make it there. Uh, third, um, I think it's going to be Jose. And then fourth, Arsene Wenger. I don't know why people here don't rate Arsene Wenger so much. That was a man he never went out for expensive players, never splashing out cash. Be it any big player, Henry, Anelka, Burkamp, uh, Vieira, all of them, they came for, they were all bargains and they turned out to be world-class players. And not every manager has that talent of bringing in small players and making them big. And you have to credit him for that. And at fifth... There can be few. There, there are a lot of candidates. There is Klopp, there is Ancelotti, but I'm not sure about the fifth position. I don't have a fixed candidate. Great. Okay. Uh, Dhruv, quickly. Yeah, so I would like to agree with Pinak. I mean, uh, for Sir Alex Ferguson is the greatest and I would like to club Pep and Jose for second. Uh, Wenger, I would put at fourth. And at fifth, it would either be Ancelotti or I feel a manager that people underrate is Antonio Conte. I mean, we've spoken for an hour and we haven't spoken about him. And I feel he's extremely underrated. So I would love him with Ancelotti at number five. Okay, okay well, we great. Didn't and speak about Tuchel either. So we are not considering I mean, you know, play five coming, at the back. And <laughs> I think uh, we did none of us rated Kraft because none of us saw his Barcelona play. I think yeah, all of exactly. us will agree on that. We are True. just rating teams who we have seen play. And True. that's how we are rating the managers. I mean, so that's exactly. why we are not if including you, such you managers. Go back, if you go back in time, and you can name a lot of good managers during Crives uh, era, during, you know, play, it, was, it was not just Saf's who was managing United. It was, again, you know, there have been managers who have been great, who have been, you know, legends of those teams. But then obviously, managers that we have seen, managers that we know coming back to Conte and to Shell and managers as such, the, the, list is, the list is long. It's not just these managers that have been performing. There are many more managers that, you know, that deserve a special mention. And it's not just, you know, it's not just men's football. Again, we're talking about there have been some good names in women's football as well. Completely transformation of some teams. But again, you know, if we obviously spoke about these names, there have been... <laughs> Quite of long, so that is why we kept it to the conventional five or four or six of them. And lastly, you know, let's finish all, let's finish it off with Pranay's list. Yeah, so I'm gonna just uh, I uh, I don't know, like I see a lot of lists here and people rating Saf and you know Saf first, but I would just want to put like Saf and Arsene were like different gravy man. Like I would put put both of them at my first list. Because, I mean, Saf, of course, for the trophies, for the glories that he had. But, you know, I I know, I don't know if a lot of you have seen, uh, you know, recent of the interviews that even I was surprised to see with Asin Wenger. Where, uh, you know, the club expansion, when they moved from Highbury to Emirates, you know, there was a big, I think, 
300 500 million stuff that he had to do and he was tied down to you know with arsenal for 5 years and he still managed to finish top 4 which you know after when he was gone arsenal started struggling and they're not even in top 4 when we you know they're not not in the top top 4 right now and what he did with the invincible season is also like i don't i don't see that feat happening so i would put like i would put saf and asim and you know as my first uh now talking about second i'll put ole of course for the memes <laughs> let's go <laughs> and uh, third of course for me would be pep uh, because of you know how he has revolutionized the modern football uh, then mourinho and of course on fifth uh, i'll put zidane and klopp in the same category like again in arsene and uh, saf because you know what they have done in you know in the modern day football uh, you know is very much of the feed that we cannot see like this is what we are watching history every day you know with with klopp of course and with zidane if he comes back to management back so yeah that's completely 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 yeah. agree with you and especially the point where you made that you know arsen wenger and sir alex ferguson kind of deserve to you know not do not really be rated because they were as you said of a different gravy they kind of they kind of are the legends of the game produced some magical moments delivered one of the best performances through their team anyone could ever imagine but yes again since we had to rate them we did we are out with our ratings obviously and i mean coming to the end of this podcast it has been an absolute pleasure rane having you here i mean thank you so much for joining us sparing some time it was wonderful chatting with you we did have fun and i can say on behalf of everyone it was it was really nice talking to you and you know getting to know about your opinions and everything that you had to say so thank you very much uh thanks man and uh, whatever the opinions that i put are just half like i'm like you know half because my brother is also there so whatever the inputs that i put if you see on on the on the page it's not entirely mine so please don't make any judgments based on that <laughs> no 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 as i said like we we all we all do love your page it's brilliant it's funny and you know we kind of share your page it's it's just something you know we kind of look forward to after every game or after every major incident because you guys are on board with your memes so it's just wonderful and you know since since you are on our podcast today we do hope you kind of help us promote it since we are kind of you know on our beginning stage just maybe give us a shout out or something or something you know something small that you know might help us not ask of course much, man of course i've always yeah. uh, i don't know if i mean i've always done that you know i've always whatever the content that i see uh, you know that we see uh, we we definitely put out and see it's all about like promoting you know the football in particular man like when i started doing this you know i i wanted to see a page where you know uh, like nobody was really talking about i like i want i made a page that i just i wanted for myself even if i had like you know like just one follower and that's just me like i'm just proud of the content that i put out so in terms of that if you're just putting out making content on football in particular i'm you know and just doing it you know for the culture doing it for you know the community that's what really matters so true 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 i mean any yeah. any any involvement any involvement in the game yeah. that we can bring from our side we all we do it so yeah i mean as once again it has been it has been completely nice thank you once again and uh boys we close it for today boys up